Good afternoon, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And hey, I put out a video yesterday that I, uh, I did something different, something that a lot of you didn't expect. And that is I went ahead and bought Bitcoin. Um, in that video, I kind of went through my logic. Uh, but I wanted to share with you some more details because I went through it pretty quickly. I'm going to highlight articles that I've read. I'm going to bring them up here, but we will uh, link them below just in case you want to see what I'm seeing. But I want to be very clear. I am not a Bitcoin bull. I do not think it is for everyone. Uh, but let me just bring this up because I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, share enough yesterday and I want to make sure I'm very clear. So hopefully you can see this now. Again, this is just a Word document. I want to be very clear. I'm not a Bitcoin bull, right? And I saw what a Bitcoin bull looked like in 2017. People were vibrating. They were so excited. This new thing, everybody's got to get some. My grandma needs some, blah, 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 blah. I am not that person. I'm looking at Bitcoin as a total insurance policy. Um, I'm ready for it to go to zero, as you, you'll see in a minute. Uh, the other thing is, I am not infatuated with crypto and altcoins and all these other variants. I'm going to own one. I'm going to own the original. I'm going to own, you know, just one. I am not researching and I'm not spending any time on this. I am a real estate investor who wants an insurance policy. I'm not making a call on price action. Don't look at me as someone, hey, you know, Bitcoin's going to the moon. I am 100% ready for it to go to zero. I think it could go to zero. Yes. Right? That's that's not a call for a big bull market. Um, I'm getting ready now because what I see is the big boys are coming in now and all the mom and pop investors are still scared from the collapse in 17. They got caught in the tulip mania or the dot-com craze and the Bitcoin craze. I could see it vibrating very different today. I don't know. It could still go to zero. Again, I am looking at this as an insurance policy on the dollar. That's it. I own real estate for inflation. I'm buying 1% of my net worth in Bitcoin as an insurance policy. And again, insurance policies can go to zero if I'm never cashed in. I want to make that very clear. I do, not, um, I do not see Bitcoin as a currency. I do not see it as a way to do transactions. Yes, I know it's out there. Yes, I know people talk about it. But that's not what I see. I see it as an asset class. And, you know, where I'm at today, if I'm looking for insurance, and I've done this, and I've talked to you about it over the years, I used to buy gold and silver. Uh, to buy 1% of my net worth in gold or silver now would be a problem, at least for me, storage and all of those things, because I would want to own it physically. Um, you can't really carve up and use silver and gold to, you know, you can't carve up a coin and give out pieces easily. So again, not the same insurance policy that I thought it was a decade ago. And then finally, the thing that kind of got me over the edge is Bitcoin has a finite number. There is only and will ever only be 21 million coins. That's the physical limit. Uh, right now, I think there's 18.5 million coins uh, with more being mined every day. Um, 
but the max will be 21 uh, million. And oh, by the way, that's 21 million available. And oh, by the way, there's some are lost and never to be found again and all of that, but there's only gonna be 21 million. So it's a very finite supply that got me interested. So now the articles. So first article I referenced was MicroStrategy. And again, I will cut and paste these and put these in the show notes. MicroStrategies took their cash account. I think they bought like 250 million and they came bought back and bought another 175. I thought that was interesting. Uh, first off, I think buying 90, putting 90% of your balance sheet in Bitcoin is borderline criminal for a public company, frankly. But could it be a cash management strategy on a smaller scale, 10, 15, 20%? For sure. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see if other public companies go this route. PayPal has made a big difference. They are making it easier to buy Bitcoin. Uh, in 2017, and really up until this year, it's been, it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been push button easy, which a lot of people are used to in this day and age of apps. PayPal is fixing that. It is allowing you to uh, transact or buy, invest, sell with a push of a button. There are articles out there talking about Bitcoin is now there's a shortage that PayPal and the influence of PayPal is basically consuming all new coins being created. Square. Square came out and said that they're going to put 1% of their assets in Bitcoin. They bought 4,000 coins, 50 million bucks. And again, will they be the first? Though they are the first, but will they be the last? Stanley Druckenmiller. These are the old names, right? Um, I thought I had Paul Tudor Jones. Maybe he's below. I did all of these things. Let me make sure. Yeah, there he is. Okay. So Stanley Druckenmiller. He actually is quoted as saying, Bitcoin's gonna might be better than gold. Right? These guys, these are the old timers who in 2017 just said, ah, that's a nothing. Now they're realizing that, you know what? It, it is an asset class. And for those people looking at gold versus Bitcoin, maybe like I am doing, it's going, hey, maybe it has some advantages that gold and silver don't. BlackRock, big deal earlier last week. CNN uh, talked about Bitcoin potentially being better or replacing gold. They actually went as far as to calling Bitcoin digital gold. Again, I think BlackRock sees this as an asset, not a currency. Uh, and I think that being an asset clarification is pretty powerful. And then lastly, Paul Tudor Jones, he's out there saying that, you know, getting involved in Bitcoin today could be like being an early uh, Apple and Google investor. Again, uh, put, he has put 2% of his own assets in Bitcoin. Uh, and again, folks, there's only so many coins. And, you know, people, you know, keep taking coins and putting them into cold storage. <clears throat> there's only going to be so many to transact. It means prices, in my opinion, uh, only go one direction. Again, all kinds of risks. The government can come in and outlaw it and all kinds of these things. Again, I am ready for Bitcoin to go to zero. It is an insurance policy for me. Uh, but I didn't think I went through that in great detail yesterday. I wanted to make that available. There's lots of articles out there. Uh, I don't think it's for everyone. If you're still building your reserves, you know, and still investing, that's one way to go. I'm lucky enough to be on the other end where maybe I want an insurance policy just in case the US dollar uh, gets devalued. Uh, 
So that's what I'm choosing to do. Again, I want to be very clear. I'm not a Bitcoin bull. I'm not a perma bull. I'm ready for it to go to zero. I don't see it as a currency. It's an asset at best. Uh, I'm ready, again, ready for it to go to zero. My buying it does not mean that you should. I'm not calling some artificially high number. Just not. I just want to make that clear. Again, I'm a real estate guy, real estate investor who's taking out an insurance policy. All right, everybody. Hopefully that makes sense. Take care.